0: Oh, my life. You don't want to live my life. Take the beach, for example. I love the beach. Do you guys love the beach? Yeah, I love it. Most people do. But weird things keep happening to me at the beach. I'm always learning a life lesson at the beach for some reason. Ever happen to anyone here? Or is it just me? Clap if it happens to you. Yeah, I thought so. Just me. My life. Like the other day, I saw a sign at a beach restaurant that plainly read baby showers. So I started picking up sandy babies and carrying them inside to get all washed up. The lady inside was like, sir, this is for baby shower events, not actual showers for babies. Man, was I embarrassed. Life lesson. Don't take everything at face value. Get more info first. Hey, don't feel sorry for me. Feel sorry for that last sandy baby. And then the mom, she's standing outside like, what the heck are you doing, man? And I was like, I just thought I'd do you a favor. And she says, well, if you really want to help, I could use a hand around the house. So congratulations, you're hired. I'm like, no, lady. This was just a one-time deal. She tells me it pays a competitive salary benefits, vacation, sick time, free room and board. Long story short, I am now a reluctant, full-time living man in a remote suburb somewhere in Connecticut. A life I did not ask for, folks. Ugh, my life and my dreams of being a world famous comedian crushed. Traded for 24 access to vegan cheesy puffs and Hulu. Hulu's got live sports, I know yet another life lesson learned. Listen, you guys have been great. Learn your life lessons, good night, and don't live my life.
1: Do you find yourself constantly making mistakes and some of them the same types of mistakes that repeat over and over like this comedian? Well, there's a life lesson behind everything. But sometimes when you're too close to the problem, you can't quite see what it is. Today's episode takes a step back and gives you the full picture of the life lessons we all need to learn so we can stop repeating the same mistakes. Today's episode is all about kick-ass life habits that will get us everything we've ever wanted, ever, in life.
0: My life. <sighs> <sighs> Testing, testing, check Design your decade an interactive podcast for the modern professional.
1: Welcome to your journey to the C-suite. Welcome to another episode of the DYD Podcast, your mini masterclass in career-building greatness. I'm Roseanne Santos, bilingual keynote speaker, certified Gallup strengths coach, executive trainer, and I have five kick-ass life lessons to kick ass in life.
0: And I'm Rio Rocket, motivational speaker, marketing and brand strategist, actor, entrepreneur, and I have five more ass-kicking life lessons. No, wait, that sounds like we're giving lessons on how to fight. Five more kick-ass life lessons to kick ass in life. Hmm, still sounds like fighting words. So today's episode is a top 10 list, top 10 kick-ass life habits to kick ass. And we jump right in with number one, hold yourself accountable. When you say you're going to do something or commit to something, And the next day you don't follow through. There's a lack of accountability. Always hold yourself accountable. Say it. Write it down. And then every day keep repeating it and rewriting it to hold yourself to it. Take it a step further. Make two columns. One listing the good things that will happen if you do. And the other listing the bad things that will come of it if you don't. Through accountability, I fulfill all promises I make to myself.
1: I love to listen to audiobooks and podcasts that motivate and inspire me to be better. But beware overconsumption of information. Reading and learning the information is not enough. You need to get up and practice the skills that are so inspiring that you can move forward in your goals. What's the point of reading about how to grow your business if you don't take the steps you're reading about to actually grow your business?
0: You ever heard the saying, the energy you put out is what you attract? It's true. Because in life, you get what you look for. Sometimes you see this when you buy a certain article of clothing or get involved in a certain activity or buy a certain car. Then suddenly, you see everyone wearing it. You see everyone driving the car you're driving. Or you see everyone doing the activity you're doing. It's just perspective. You're getting what you're looking for in life. So if you're looking for flaws, mistakes, problems, train wrecks in other people's lives, or even your own, you'll find a lot of them. But instead, look for the beauty in things. Look for opportunities, ways to grow, and you'll find doors that have been opened for you to walk through.
1: One of my favorite quotes is from Eleanor Roosevelt. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. It's a really tough thing to overcome because we often care about what people think about us. Don't let the noise of others break you down. They are only displacing their own low self-worth. Misery loves company. So remember that you are giving them permission to make you feel bad about yourself. Take that power back and readjust your mindset. mindset.
0: Learn something new every day, whether it's related to your career, health, or personal interest. Make learning such an instinctive habit that you find yourself actively seeking out knowledge on a daily basis. And find trivial, meaningless, petty things, insignificant, and counterproductive to where your life goals are taking you.
1: Instead of criticizing others, first seek to understand them. Providing constructive feedback is not the same as being critical. Tone matters and your words matter. So think before you speak and provide criticism from a place of care and support and not a place of negativity and toxicity. If you can't get out of that bad habit, then the problem is with you and not the person you are criticizing. It is so much healthier to look for strengths in people rather than the deficits in them.
0: If you want to learn something better, then start teaching it to others. You can learn a subject at least twice as well when you approach it from the student and teacher perspective. With this approach, you can become a master in many subjects.
1: Learn to be happy and comfortable with being alone. Being alone is not the same thing as being lonely. They are two very different animals. Loneliness is a feeling that something or someone is missing, a pain, a depression, a need, an incompleteness, and absence. Aloneness is being fully present with yourself, a joy of being. You are complete. Nobody is needed because you are enough. You can be married and feel lonely because something very important is missing. You, you cannot depend on one person or one thing to make you whole. You must be whole on your own first before any person or thing, like a job, can make you happy. And think about it. If you are not happy with yourself, why should anyone else be happy with you?
0: Be Humble while also being proud and confident. Your ego doesn't always need to be stroked in order to feel validated because a humble attitude speaks louder than egotistical actions or egotistical words that you could possibly muster up.
1: Let's go down a brief but important rabbit hole. What is negativity bias? Have you ever found yourself dwelling on an insult or fixating on your own mistakes? Criticisms often have a greater impact than compliments, and bad news frequently draws more attention than good. Why do we have it? The reason for this is that negative events have a greater impact on our brains than positive ones. Psychologists refer to this as the negativity bias, and it can have a powerful effect on your behavior, your decisions, and even your relationships. How do you combat it? The most important step is recognizing you have it. Once you achieve that awareness, you can begin to stop it by staying away from negative self-talk and reframing situations. For example. If my car is in my driveway and I don't answer the door when you knock, don't think I don't want to see you. It's more likely that I'm not home and chose to walk or got a ride. There is a lot to be said for positive thinking. If all you do is think negatively and look for the bad, trust me, you will find it. Negativity bias is a thing. In life, we get what we look for. Most people look for problems, so their life is full of problems. If you look for solutions, your life will be full of solutions. It is just a matter of your perception, and you guessed it, mindset. Mindset. Change your vocabulary and how you say things. Self-limiting statements like, I can't handle this, increase your stress in a given situation, and they stop you from searching for solutions. Next time, say, how can I handle this, and open up your imagination to new possibilities. Finally, savor the positive moments. Take a moment to relive it or talk about it so that it sticks to your memory. Focus on the wonderful feelings that that moment evokes. And we'll wrap this kick-ass episode up with the health tip of the day.
0: Health tip of the day. Which milk is best for our health? Soy, oat, almond, rice, coconut, or dairy? The milk choices we have today are overwhelming. Aside from dairy milk, there's a slew of alternatives for people intolerant to dairy products or who just have other personal preferences. Those alternatives tend to be lower in saturated fats and energy than dairy milk, but are also lower in protein, except soy milk and calcium unless less fortified. Many of them are also high in added sugars. So which is best? There's no simple answer. If we look at nutrients across the board, calcium, protein, B12, vitamin A and D, riboflavin, zinc, phosphorus, and iodine, Dairy milk tends to come out on top for nutrient quality. Soy milk, which is made from soybeans or soy protein powder, water, and vegetable oils, is a good substitute from a nutrition perspective, but many people don't want to consume soy for various reasons. Almond milk is a good healthy source of plant protein, but lower in protein and calcium than dairy milk, with water being the predominant ingredient. It often contains emulsifiers and gums for texture and added sugars and it isn't suitable for people with nut allergies. Oat milk is made by blending oats and water and then straining off the liquid. It's a good source of fiber, vitamin E, folate, and riboflavin, but low in protein and calcium. It's not suitable for people with a gluten tolerance. Coconut milk is low in protein and carbs, high in saturated fat, and some brands have added sugars. Rice milk is made from milled rice and water, so it's naturally high in carbs and sugars and not suitable for people with diabetes. It's also low in protein and needs to be calcium fortified. It is the least likely to trigger allergies of all the milk alternatives. Technically, these alternatives aren't milks and can be considered juice because they're not derived from mammals, but that's a whole other conversation. So you see, the best milk to drink varies greatly from person to person. And then the version of that particular milk is another factor to consider. How about usage? Are you just putting milk in your coffee, using it for protein shakes, or using it for recipes and meals? Your overall diet and nutrition requirements, taste, and what you like to consume milk with are all important considerations. Got milk? Yeah? Which one? And that's our health tip of the day. For LinkedIn services to boost that LinkedIn profile, executive coaching for those in corporate structures, or creative coaching for those in creative fields, contact us at coaching at designyourdecade.io. For podcast-related correspondence, contact us at podcast at designyourdecade.io. And we'd love for you to rate our podcast, subscribe and share on your favorite podcasting platform. Hello, Atlanta. Good to be here tonight. Yeah, so I'm always learning life lessons. Like the other day, I'm walking my dog, and my dog started this new thing now that she's turned seven. Ooh, big girl on the block. She tugs the chain. So we're in the park, and she's tugging a chain, tugging a chain. And a lady walks up to me and says she's a psychologist and that my dog no longer considers me the alpha. And that I need to show dominance over my puppy so that she'll stop. I said, how do I do that? So she gives me these instructions. The next day, I'm like, Ursula, Ursula. Today, that's my puppy's name. <laughs> Ursula, today I'm going to show dominance. From now on, I am the alpha. I am the boss. And then I look down at a little... You poopy eyes and break down right? Because she's so cute. Oh, my life. You don't want to live my life. Oh. Good night, folks.